Welcome to the Alcohol Rethink Podcast with me, your host, Patrick Fox. This podcast is for the guys out there who question the role that alcohol plays in their lives, men who want to stop drinking and don't know where to go or how to start. We're going to cover all of that and more. Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Alcohol Rethink Podcast. How are you all doing today? I hope you're well. So this week we're going to be talking about habits and the habit of drinking. And I just want to give you a bit of context as to why we have habits, why they're useful and why they become not so useful as well. And I think a really funny story about habits is over the weekend my partner cleaned out our kitchen, the the cupboard and the drawer, right? So in the cupboard there were lots of knives and lots of chopsticks and just all kinds of kitchen paraphernalia if you want and all these big containers that they were in as well and trying to find stuff was becoming a bit of a challenge especially because we don't even hardly use half the stuff in there so we had a little sort out and ended up moving the cutlery and the knives into one of the drawers underneath and that's great and then we're looking in there thinking this is really nice you know this it's quite cathartic having a little clear up and and seeing space all of a sudden it does feel good and then later that evening i was cooking dinner <laughs> and i got out the chopping boards and went to get the knives and where did i go well i went to the cupboard because that's where they usually are except this time they weren't in there because we've moved them to the drawers right I did that no less than about four or five times trying to get different style knives depending on what I was doing and it made me laugh and it also made me realize how strong the habits that we have are right because the way I would always go to the cupboard is because my brain had registered that this is where the knives are kept. Now I no longer had to consciously think about where to go and get the knives I would just kind of give my brain a command saying I need a knife and it would automatically know to go to the cupboard. Yeah, so I'd go to the cupboard and that made my brain efficient. It's It was energy saving because it could concentrate on doing other things like trying to find a million other one ingredients probably. And now what happened is, is I've, I've had that ingrained habit, right? Going to the cupboard all of the time. So it made absolute sense when I went to cook dinner that night, that I was still going to the cupboard, even though I knew, right, (laughs) I knew that the knives were in the kitchen drawer. And even just throughout this week, a few times, like I still keep going to the drawer, I mean, I still keep going to the cupboard to get the knives. Now, I think that's similar with the, the, well, it's exactly the same, the same process that we have with, with alcohol as well, because when we stop drinking, our brain still wants to go to the cupboard. Let's use that as an analogy or a metaphor, right? Like if the cupboard was where we were drinking and then the drawers are where we're not drinking, right? Now, when we stop, we want to. it makes sense that we're going to want to go to the cupboard still because that's what we've done. It's what we've practiced for a very long time. It's what our brain has learned, you know, in the same way that we learn the alphabet at school and never forget it. Our brain has now learned that we drink alcohol and we use alcohol for lots of different events, circumstances, situations in our lives and as a response to dealing with emotions or rather suppressing emotions, then we go to the cupboard, right? We go to to get the drink. But we've got to remind ourselves that we don't go to the cupboard anymore. We're in the drawer, (laughs) the drawer of non-drinking if you like. 
And I just found it really fascinating and I thought it'd be worthwhile sharing just to show you the power of habits and how when I was going to get the knives out of the cupboard, I noticed like the irritation that I had with myself, like, oh, FFS, you know, like, I can't believe I'm going in here again. And then I was like, yeah, but it makes complete sense that I'm going there. Why be critical and harsh of myself? Why judge myself for doing it? Because I'm effectively teaching myself a new skill, if you like. I'm teaching myself to go to the drawer instead. So just bear that in mind. Think about how when you're stopping, you're going to want to have moments where you want to drink still. You're going you're gonna to go to the fridge to get a beer out automatically when you get home from work. And you just got to catch yourself out and think, oh, of course, because this is what I've done for such a long time now. It makes sense that I'm trying to do this. Rather than beating yourself up about it, thinking that there's something wrong with you because you're still trying to do the things that you used to do, even though it makes complete fucking sense that you still do it. <laughs> We're just reprogramming the brain, guys. We're retraining ourselves not to go there. So let's look a little bit more about habits. So we've created this habit of drinking, right? Now, we want to create a habit of not drinking. And we want to be able to use habits for us and not against us. Now, our, as I mentioned earlier, our brain wants to be efficient. It wants to save energy and it wants to do things in, in its own little process so that it can think about other things going on in the world. You think about how much information like we get bombarded with in any one second. Then it makes sense that we need to have these processes in order for us to effectively function in the same way that we don't have to think about regulating our breathing we don't have to think about putting one foot in front of the other when we go for a walk you know there are so many things that we do in an automatic response that it makes sense now you can try this out as well guys like think about your day think about what are your habitual habits what do you do do you get up do you go to the toilet do you walk downstairs do you get a cup of coffee do you go and switch the telly on or do you go and have your breakfast there's a routine to what you do and it, it's the habit right and then see what happens when you try to break that habit <laughs> you if you usually get up and have a coffee straight away try to get up and do something else and then just notice what happens in your body when you do that you're gonna you're gonna feel some emotions you're gonna feel like you're doing something wrong almost because it's not the way that you usually do things. Your brain's being tasked with something else. You can see why we create habits, right? Because it helps us to be efficient and get the job done. Now, it's when those habits that we create for ourselves start becoming unhelpful. So drinking, you know, not very helpful, especially when we're drinking to feel better in the moment but actually we're actually feeling worse as a consequence afterwards. A great book I would recommend any of you guys to go and read is The Atomic Habits by James Clear. I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. And he breaks it down as to the different reasons why we have habits and then how we can get out of them as well, which I'm gonna share with you guys as well. And one thing he says in this book is like, we overestimate the importance of one defining moment or choice and then underestimate the value of making improvements on a daily basis. So when we think about stopping drinking, we want to go from being a drinker to not being a drinker. There is often no transitionary period for us to become that. Like we kind of expect it, we demand it of ourselves. And then when it doesn't happen straight away, we get really frustrated, we get angry, and we end up drinking, right? 
and that's that's what happens. So what we've got to do is start thinking about this journey in a different way. We've got to start approaching it with more patience, you know, recognizing that we're going to want to go to the cupboard instead of the drawer sometimes. And that's okay not to heap a load of judgment onto ourselves. Because if we go too big, uh, we get disheartened quickly, right? And in, instead of like going for the little wins, because they don't feel big enough, we end up just completely folding on ourselves and not getting what we want at all. This is the human mind. This is what we've got to work with. And this is why when we start gaining awareness of how our brain wants to work, this is when we start getting to override it. We start getting to train it what we want it to do instead. And it's gonna feel difficult, it's gonna feel like a challenge in the beginning, but it's okay, like this is all part of the process, absolutely. So often I see people in my community, in my clients, where they stop drinking for like a week or two and they're really truly expecting life to have changed dramatically. And I was a victim to this thinking as well. I genuinely believed that my life would become so much better because I'd stopped drinking for a few weeks. But the truth is, we've still got life to deal with. We've still got things that happen in the world, things that happen in our home, things that happen in, for our personal lives and get injuries and get sick. You know, like life doesn't stop happening, but we have the ability to think and deal with it in a completely different way where we don't have to hide behind alcohol in order to feel better. Because we drink to feel better in the moment. And as I say, it ends up making, making us feel worse in the long run. So we've got, well, I like to think about it like this, right? So we've got two different types of habit. We've got like the physical habit. So we've got the habit of getting home from work, going to the fridge, grabbing out a beer, right? We've got the habit of waking up on a Saturday, knowing we've got the day off, that we can start drinking at 11 o'clock. That might be a habit that we put into place for ourselves. But what is it that creates a habit? Well, it's the, the psychological habit, the habit of our thinking which creates the actions that we take. So we've got to start looking at what are we thinking that's creating me to want to get home and have a drink? What is it that I'm thinking that's creating me to want to start drinking at 11 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon? Now, in the beginning, we might not know because we've done it so many times, we've kind of erased the reason why from our brain, or it's not even been erased, but we've just, the brain's interpreted it as like, this is just something we do, and it doesn't even want to think about it. So now we've got to bring it back in and we've got to start thinking about why is it I'm doing what I'm doing? Why do I have to get home and have a drink? Why do I have to start drinking early on a Saturday? Just because I've always done it doesn't mean I always have to do it, okay? So when you start getting really curious about your thinking, you, you begin to see that we have this psychological habit of thinking that we've done so many times that it become, it's become ingrained, it's become an automatic response. It's like autopilot, right? We just don't have to think about it, we just do it. And then when we begin to question it, well, the brain is not gonna like that because it already knows how to do it. But we've just got to keep coming back to it. We've got to keep asking ourselves why. We've got to start making those little changes, understanding that it's going to be uncomfortable along the way, and that's okay. Even if you fuck up and have a drink, just come right back to it and find out, get to the cause, the root cause of what, what caused you to drink. What were you thinking that caused you to drink? And then you begin to really like question it, become a detective and ask why. 
we've all so we've got like the physical habit of the doing we've got the psychological habit which causes us to do but then we've also got the habit of who we think we are so who do we think we are has a real impact on what we do as well so if you identify as yourself as a drinker then you're going to want to drink right that's like a label that you've given yourself i always used to identify myself as a really fucking good drinker i'll be honest with you i used to want to be the one who used to drink the most i want to be the one who could drink the quickest like these were the identities that i put around me and my drinking and that whenever i went out i had to live up to them as well it was it was purely ego driven but if i didn't do this then well, you know I would lose my reputation as the fastest drinker, <laughs> but like according to who? It makes no sense. So we have to start looking at how we think about ourselves as well. And then understanding what it is that we're using alcohol for. Now, if you're telling yourself I'm using alcohol because I like to have a drink or I do it because I like to relax, you need to question like, yeah, but what are you trying to relax from? What is it that you're trying to get away from? What is it you're trying to cope with using alcohol? In the dictionary, if you look up the word habit, it actually says it's a routine or practice performed regularly, an automatic response to a specific situation. So that really wraps up what I'm trying to say in terms of a habit is something we do often, something we don't have to think about, and something we do as a response to all of these situations in our lives, all of the belief systems that we have, all of the conditioning that we have around alcohol. You think there's so many different situations for alcohol because it's everywhere, like you can't get away from it. So we have to start looking at all of those. Now, that's not to say you have to look at every single thing to change it. You might look at one area of your life where alcohol is involved, one area that you think about yourself and that might be the domino effect. It might shift all of those other things for you. I mean, for me, just the the thought that I had when I stopped was that, but actually there was two or three, like one of them was that I can't do this anymore. I don't wanna do this anymore. So that was really powerful. That helped to start that whole domino effect. And another one I had is that I, I can't be bothered anymore. And then when I wasn't feeling bothered, I literally wasn't bothered. And I still am not to this day. I can be in any room with alcohol, it's not a problem. In fact, in my office here, I've got two bottles of alcohol. I've got a bottle of Disseragno, I'm not even sure what it is, I think it's brandy, that somebody gave to me, well, actually they gave to my mum when I was born. So that's nearly, that was 36 years old, possibly 37 years old bottle of brandy. And then I've also got another bottle of whiskey that was given to me on my 18th birthday. And I keep them because they're a reminder that Actually, alcohol has zero power over me. It has zero impact or effect on me. Like, it's the only thing that can make me want to drink those are my thoughts. Alcohol is just a liquid in a bottle. So if we want to change our behavior, we have to start thinking about looking at our identity. So we're not who we think we are. Like, we label ourselves, we identify ourselves as these people or as a person, sorry. But it doesn't necessarily mean that's who we are. But what you 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 know like what you believe you are comes from how you perceive the world when you're growing up so a lot of times who we think we are is based on our our childlike brain and we've brought it now into our older adult selves so we've got a question is that really who i want to still be can i change that and the answer is yes absolutely 
then we start creating evidence for the new beliefs so you know like we new beliefs are like creating new habits you've got to create a new habit a new way of being a new way of thinking then really go with that you know because when you just say that's who i am like this is who i am it's just ego it's just like you identifying with it it and what it does is it actually creates this internal pressure to maintain your self image your self preservation right and that and then that perpetuates the behavior so it's in alignment with what you're telling yourself and a lot of the time we don't even realize we're doing it it's unconscious but when we're unconscious there's no awareness so we have to raise our awareness and that all comes from when those moments come when we are wanting to have a drink or you wanting to drink alcohol like that is a moment a key area for you to look at what's going on for yourself that is where you will find awareness you know why do we have habit loops in the first place well the brain is hardwired for survival right so back in the day when we were living in caves we had to survive and the way that we did that or the way that the brain was able to do that for us is that when we went out into the world and we found pleasurable things like food sex or warmth we get this release of dopamine into our brains right and this is we identified it as being a pleasurable thing and we knew it was pleasurable so that we could go back there the next time a story of this actually is the other day I went out to the shop and when I was walking I found five pounds on the road and now every time I go past that place my brain automatically wants to go and look in the same area because it got a release of dopamine finding that money because it's exciting right it's a pleasurable thing now every time we go past there my brain wants to look there well, not so much now, but like in the beginning, it did. And this is this is our prehistoric brain at work. This is how we were able to continue our evolution as human beings. But we don't have to worry about a lot of stuff like that. We could just go down to our local supermarket. We could just turn on the radiators or the heater or the hot water, you know? Like, we don't have to worry about creating any of those things anymore. Our brain's got a little bit confused because now we identify rewards as things like money or fame, power or... Uh, using alcohol because alcohol gives such a massive release of dopamine into our brain which feels good in a moment and as we've discussed in previous podcasts the more that we drink the less the dopamine regulators go down which means the more alcohol we need to drink in order to get the same buzz so it's not good you know and then we create a loop that needs to be fulfilled in order to get a reward so that is what a habit is a habit is a process a, a way of thinking that at the end of it there's a reward so we have something that happens in our lives and we have thoughts about it which can be a trigger right so say the kids are messing around at home we think that that is a trigger for us to want to drink because we've had a really hard day at school then that creates an urge for us to want to have a drink right it creates that craving because in the past, this is the same process we've used before. We The kids mess around, we've had a hard day at work, we want to have a drink, we go and have a drink, and the result is we drink alcohol and we reward our brain. We tell our brain that this is what we do in this situation. Now, that is a habit loop, right? So something happens, we have thoughts about it, we have an urge, we drink, we get the reward, which is the result. Now, we've got to start breaking that habit loop because the more often we can go in and break that habit loop, the, the quicker we're gonna to get to stopping drinking over a longer consistent period of time. 
Now, the way we can do that is to notice when we are at the effect of our thinking. So something happens in our lives, say we have a really crappy day at work, and then we have a thought like, I need to have a drink, I'm so stressed right now. That, and then that creates the desire. That's where we've got to come in and look and focus on what's going on and start trying to disprove that thought. Like, well, why is it that I think that? Why do I think that I need to have a drink to relax? When I know that whilst I can have like the instant gratification of the alcohol to relax, actually after a few drinks that goes away very quickly and I'll end up waking up with a hangover, feeling terrible, you know, or continuing to drink and then just getting even worse. So really look at what your triggers are because really your triggers are the beliefs that you have around alcohol, the beliefs that you have around yourself as well. This is where breaking the habit of drinking is gonna be absolutely key. And just to finish this podcast for you today, guys, I just want to tell you about my granddad. My granddad was a heavy, heavy smoker. He smoked for nearly 65 years, I believe it was, up to around 60 or more cigarettes a day, right? So quite a heavy chain smoker. He had an accident with his foot and it was taking a really, really long time to heal. And he, the last time he went to the doctors about it, the doctor said to him, look, you've got to stop smoking because the smoke is making your blood so thin that the blood's not having a chance to clot. It's not healing, it's not recovering. And what's gonna happen is if you do not stop smoking, you're gonna lose your foot. That day, he has never smoked a single cigarette again. Going from a 65 year habit of 60 plus cigarettes a day, he completely stopped because the pain of losing his foot far outweighed the pain of not being able to have a cigarette. Now that's something to really consider is, what is it for you that is gonna be the, the why behind why you wanna stop drinking? So I find that such an important process or part of the process of stopping drinking is to understand why you want to stop. What are you willing to sacrifice in terms of feeling uncomfortable not drinking for a while in order to get something else in your life, something bigger, something better for yourself. All right, guys, I have really enjoyed delivering you this podcast today. It's such a fascinating topic and when we really begin to see how our minds at work and at play and we, we, we have compassion for it, we have patience for it, then amazing things can happen far quicker than when we try to rush them and when we try to push them. All right, guys, have an amazing day. Take care and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. If you want to find out more about working with me and seeing how I can help you stop drinking and start showing up in life the way that you really want, visit patrickjfox.com to find out more or book a free consultation using the link in the show notes. Until next time, take care.